Hello and welcome to the Landscape Library podcast. My name is Alan Sargent and I run the Landscape Library. Today I want to look at new builds, designer opportunities. This is a big subject. I'll be dividing the podcast into two separate sections. This first one looking at developing a niche market and creating a business plan. The second in turning that plan into reality. We'll call this first session New Build Gardens, Creating a Niche Market and a second session titled New Builds Working On Site. Now, new house building in Great Britain has grown dramatically over the past few years and shows no sign of abating, despite everything that pundits can throw at the phenomenon. Despite Brexit, despite Covid, despite all the doom and gloom, new houses are being erected at the rate of 170,000 each year. The survey figure is accurate for the year ending June 2020. 7,000 of those were valued in excess of £1 million. 70,000 were rated over half a million pounds at the time of sale. This is a large market for garden builders of every discipline, from growers and producers of shrubs and ornamental trees, garden designers, landscape contractors and garden maintenance firms. 70,000 potential new customers for garden designers, even if only a small percentage of owners decided to employ a garden designer, as a potential source of work worthy of special interest and should be explored as a particular type of niche market. Now learning to understand this marketplace will enable a designer or design and build practice to construct a campaign based on knowledge and information. Learn how and why the marketplace exists and works. Now every region will have pockets of new build houses, some far more than others of course, Relatively speaking, given the variations in population and relative value of properties, areas such as the southeast will obviously have far more sites than some remote and rural areas. But equally, they'll have more designers and landscapers available to attend site. The aim of this podcast is to examine and explore the potential for a garden designer to identify and create a niche market for their practice one that specialises in and fully understands the workings of new build sites. Creating and developing a specialised design service. In order to begin this process, a military-style research operation should be undertaken, beginning with identifying your chosen target area. This may be as little as 10 miles in base, and probably nearer 20 miles, and put a pin in a map of the area on the office wall, showing all towns, villages and hamlets within that radius. Look at the regional facilities. Is there a commuting station within the area? What are the schools like for reputation? What are social services like? Local authority, are they seen as being development friendly? Any local issues regarding protected property, national park restrictions, is no use suggesting features that would never be permitted under local rules. So drive around your chosen region and note which developers are building, where they're working, and the style and value of the houses. You're not interested in sites with hundreds of boxes, with owners who've spent every last penny on buying the house. You're looking for sites, often small developments of 8 to 10 houses, all in the region of, say, £500,000. Houses that will attract people who are downsizing, selling their million-pound townhouse and seeking something less expensive, but still with enough elegance to make them feel important. All houses facing away from each other, they can pretend they're living in their country mansions. 
Most importantly, they have enough spare cash to buy a decent garden filled with their dreamed of outdoor kitchen, hot tub, lawn and rose beds without having to cut corners. These are your target clients. Downsizers with money to spend. There's one site local to where I live in Petworth that had 17 units, 17 gardens, and I designed and built 14 of them, all around the half million pound mark um, houses. Every development, large or small, would have a show home. This show home would be manned and have details of other developments in the area or in the pipeline, including dates for availability, so you can keep ahead of the game when seeking new sites. You can put together the price ranges and uh, see, what, see what's coming up in your, in your local region, in your, in your area. All part of the campaign. This information should be logged and mapped in colour codes on your wall map. One colour for current site, another for future developments. So you look at your marketplace, pinned on the office wall. And this type of planning and future campaigning is very much a major part of your business plan. Knowledge is everything. Note the name of the developer, the type of property they deal in, and the value of any units. You're not seeking numbers, you're seeking quality of potential clients. Note to the demographics of each site. Type of soil, vegetation, water tables if visible, Anything that will help you in discussions with your client, the more knowledgeable you are during interviews, the more they need for your services. Note too if there's a stockpile, soil stockpile on site, stack ready to be spread around the site once the houses are nearing completion. If there is no stockpile of soil, there's every chance that imported soil may be planned, soil that may not be the same type as the indigenous soil that has been stripped off and removed from site. If the local vegetation is, say, alkali, and imported soil is acid, you need to know what you'll be working with when it comes to nominating plants. Create a detailed survey of each development, not going into extremes, just general information, and keep this in your office. If and when you receive a call from a prospective client, your local knowledge of their sites will be invaluable, and already start to tie you into the project. Check the SUDS conditions with the local nearest uh, local authority and check for any regional plans that may affect your designs. Suds moving around the site is obviously very critical to, to any designs you may want to come up with. Now locating potential clients is not difficult. After all, they're coming to your territory. You're not trawling around the country looking for them. Creating your image and design approach. From a practical point of view, you should look at your website. In order to attract people looking for help with a new build garden, currently a pile of builder's rubbish and untidy ground, your offer on your site needs to offer reassurance of competence and not simply pretty, pretty pictures and mood boards. Much more business-like, shall we say. State clearly that you specialise in new build properties and welcome the challenge of creating beauty out of chaos. Show examples of new build garden plans, almost as a fitted garden concept, similar to fitted kitchens. Bear in mind potential clients will be thinking along the lines of wanting to commission something that is complete, ready for them to move in, relax and enjoy their new purchase. You'll be the first link in bringing that dream into reality. In order to become known to potential buyers, perhaps consider taking one of the developer's brochures for the site, which will contain site plans and shapes and sizes for each plot. These plots will be numbered so they're easily identified also relative to the site. Speculative design a few outline plans for two or three of these plots. 
finish with colour and flair and present them to the show house manager or senior salesperson. Obviously make sure that you put um, uh, a, a, a note across them that they are your copyright. Introduce yourself, show them your wares and leave them with a number of your business cards. It'd be highly unusual for these overtures to be declined. After all, if you can help them to sell a house, particularly if the garden is in odd shape or has other problems, by showing a prospective church purchaser how their garden could look, an example of the actual site and plot number with an attractive garden design. When I used these methods during my landscape career, I'm now retired from construction works, I'd always present the sale manager with a bunch of flowers or a bottle of wine every time they recommended me. Even when the introduction didn't turn into a commission, which is very rare, but I knew the name of every senior salesperson for many miles around, all recorded and noted. Make yourselves important to the sales team by helping them to sell difficult sites, and you'll be sought after and recommended by the developers as well as prospective purchasers. Note too that many people who do not buy a house on a particular site may well take your business card with them and call you in to do their garden elsewhere, thereby expanding your sphere of influence into other new sites. I call that the gossamer or spider's web effect. This development of relationships between you and the builder becomes even more important if it allows you access to a buyer as early as possible. If you can become the de facto agent of the new buyer, you can act on their behalf when it comes to ensuring that the plot condition is as it should be. Most sites will have provided the owner with a schedule of works, which will include the depth of topsoil to be spread in the garden. This is usually 150mm deep. But how many times do you visit a new build site only to find 50mm of total rubbish masquerading as topsoil spread across the site? Perhaps you can get involved early enough to make alterations to the design of the driveway or footpaths. This is much easier on small sites and only a few houses, as the larger sites tend to be far more restricted due to planning consents, but at least you stand a chance of influencing materials and colour of paving, etc. Now I've written separate articles in the Landscape Library on the subject of designing showhouse gardens, and this is a science and logic all of its own, conflating marketing skills and creativity provide both the designer and developer to gain mutual advantage of to the through-flow of interested would-be buyers. These show homes offer continuous work for a designer and help to develop long-term professional relationships between the companies. I'll end this part of the New Build podcast at this point. There's a lot to take on board. This section is called New Build Gardens, creating a niche market. The next session will be called New Builds, Working on Site. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.